Welcome to the On Call Room. A Grey's Anatomy podcast. Fuck. <laughs> I didn't fuck up Grey's Anatomy. Just but I fucked up podcasts. Oh, God. Wow, your nails are cool. Oh, thanks. Brie has blue nails, everyone. I got it in Ipsy. If any oh. of you ladies out there don't get, get Ipsy, $10 a month and you get five products. They should sponsor products. us. They should. It's great. But I think actually... Like, if they have, like, a wait list right now because oh. so many people want it. Yeah, all the people that we... Oh, like, to... Oops, to be, like, a member? Or, like, to get the Ipsy box? Yeah, like, I had to share it on, like... And I don't share things usually yeah. on, like, Facebook or Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I had to share it with, like, five people in order to be bumped to the beginning of... Whoa. Yeah, but I did. Yeah. I just, like... Ten bucks? That's for five things? That's mm-hmm. very good. Are they, like, decent sample sizes? Oh, they're... Yeah. Like, I've had this blush that I've been using for, like, three months. And it's like you get to tailor it to what you like. So you tailor it to like your skin tone, your eye color, and it does like hair products, face product products, masks, um, nails, um, nails, makeup. Um, but I was getting a ton of like masks, yeah. which is great. But I was like, wait, now I have way too many. So I went in and I and a lot of like utensils. Like uh-huh. I was getting a lot of like eye makeup brushes. And so I went in and I changed my settings and I was like, I don't want these these things. things. And then I got nail polish this time, which I've never gotten. So Fun. Yup. I'm at the point in my, I can't even call it a manicure because I just painted them like in clear. But I'm at the point where it's coming off where it gets stuck in your hair. Like when you, oh, push, yeah, you put that. your hand through your hair and you're like, oh, I just lost a fistful of hair. Yeah. Mine are, I mean, they're pretty chippy right now, but whatever. Chippy, chippy. Um... Oh, I wanted to tell you, or maybe I already told you, and listeners, that uh, before we get into all your stuff, that I went and did, uh, it's called floating. Did I talk to you about this already? No, you didn't, but I saw you didn't. I've really wanted to do it. It was insane, <laughs> listeners. Okay, so it's like a se- se- seasonal depression. It's not seasonal. <laughs> it's sensory deprivation. Yeah, <laughs> it gives you seasonal <laughs> depression. Um, Everyone wants it. It's like a sensory deprivation tank, and you basically go in this, like, it looks like a cooler, mm-hmm. and there's 11 inches of, like, extremely salt, like, full of Epsom salt water and it's like the Dead Sea, like you float, mm-hmm. and it was crazy. And you're in there Where for was an it? hour in the darkness. Uh, it's right by behind Spoon Liquors. Oh yeah, they have because for a while they only had one in like Grand Haven, and then yeah, they recently got one here in Grand Rapids. Yeah, and like it was. Insane. Can you put on music if you want? Because um, some of them you're allowed to like put on a playlist. I saw that on the website, but then I didn't. I'm just gonna move my computer because it's loud. Um, I saw that on the website, but then I did not see that um, like in person as an option yeah and so in the beginning like music starts playing like underwater kind of like yoga music like oh yeah and then it like fades out and then you're in fucking silence for an hour and then it fades back up i am a like busy brain and like my brain was like oh my god i'm inside what do i think about i should be doing this i could be doing this this could be a massage like i was just like my brain would not quiet down and then I, like, couldn't get comfortable. Like, I floated this with my arms down, and then I tried it with my arms up, and then I started... I wanted to, like, play in the water, because yeah. I was like, whoa, this is weird. Like, I would try to put my arms down, and they would, like, float back up, and, like, you it, you don't touch the bottom at all, and you don't touch the sides. It's crazy. Then I was, like, starfishing and side-stretching, <laughs> and then I was, like, yoga breathing, but then I got bored of yoga breathing. Yeah. I'm really good, like, after a yoga class, like, in Savash... Shavasana, like I can chill. Yeah. But I couldn't get there in this because you know, like after a yoga class, you're dead because you just did yoga. Yeah. 
And I was like restless, like my brain. Did how much was it for an hour? Your first time is sixty bucks. That's not bad. That's like a fucking massage. massage. Yeah, and so and I hear it's really good for you. Yeah, it's basically like a practice of meditation. So they say yeah. like the more you go, the better it gets. Jake loved it. Well, um, I'm sure he was probably able to quiet his mind a little bit. Yeah, his mind quiets a much easier than mine and he described it as I was like I was like I don't know was it as relaxing for a massage as a massage for you and he was like it was like a massage for my brain that's amazing yeah so he might probably will do it again I'd be willing to try it again because I like I think I needed to like move my body first like work out or something so that I was physically tired yeah I was like really physically like antsy do you wear a bathing suit or are you no, naked? No, you shower first. You're in this yeah. like room. It looks like a prison shower. You like cool. shower. <laughs> and then, I know you thought they'd have like essential oily like shampoo. They have like shit, like gym locker D- shampoo. Yeah. Um, but you shower like and then you just. Irish setter or whatever it's <laughs> yes. called. Springs. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just get in. And then also, I think I would ask them if their yoga e-music could continue to play. Because once that came on at the end, my brain like relaxed. Like, I need something to slightly fill the space. Well, that's what I'm wondering if you can do your own. Because I've read on some of these that you can. They're like, create your own playlist and yeah. we'll play it for you. Yeah. So, so maybe, maybe they do. I just didn't ask. Well, maybe try. It was Next so time. quiet in there. I kept hearing my stomach go like, roll, roll. <laughs> and you know how, like, when you're underwater, you can hear your stomach even more. Like, yeah. in a bathtub as a kid, like, I don't know, farting. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> or like in a pool when you play, yeah, like, you sing hear- to each other yes. underwater. Yeah. yeah. It was super bizarre. And I'll try it again sometime. But who knows? Well, I really want to try it. Yes. Maybe I'll go this week. You should. It would Wait, be I'm going on vacation this week. Maybe oh I'll go Oh my God, you're going to Florida. Yeah, I'm going to Florida in like f- two days. Whoa. Which, by the way, looked at the weather. It's supposed to thunderstorm the whole time in, while and we're in Florida and be beautiful in Michigan. So fuck my luck right now. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of. <laughs> Speaking of, first, I just want to say that we are in post-Hamilton part of Bree's life. Yeah, so I have some listeners. I have some good news and some bad news. Um, Which ones do you want first? Well, let's do good news first. Well, let's... Good news. We're recording at my new apartment yeah, right now. Yeah, and it's really nice, and I like it in yeah. here. It's very light and bright. Yeah, so that's fun. Uh, second, best news, saw <laughs> Hamilton. The playbills right Great. behind you. I'll talk about it, but the bad news is... <laughs> Uh, my car got stolen, and I know that sounds like, wait, what? Because that doesn't fucking happen. But turns out, listeners, it does. It does. My car literally is stolen. Like, called the police, like, from right outside my house, got up Tuesday morning, yesterday morning. Yeah. So it's been like about 24 hours since yeah. it's been stolen. Went to go get my toes done before work. And like a relaxing morning. You yeah, I was like, I'm going to Florida in a couple of days. I got to get that petty, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I walked out and I was like, huh, I thought I parked right here. Then I was like, maybe I par- I lived on a corner. So I was like, maybe I parked on the other side of the road or like the other road. And I was like, no, I distinctly remember walking up those back stairs last night. And then I was like, oh my fucking God, my car was stolen. <laughs> and so... It's been a ride, you know, like Abby called me yesterday. The five stages of grief. I was like kind of laughing. I was like, this is ridiculous. And today I've been angry as shit. Like the anger has been building and building and building. And I had this knot in my stomach. And then I was just like going to scream at work. Like, did you steal my fucking car? (laughs) Like who steals a car? Yeah. And like listeners, it's important to know so that you even feel worse for Brie that 
Bree's dream car was a a 2004 yeah. Subaru Forester. Whose dream car is a 2004 Subaru Forester? Right. Like, how many years old is that? 14? Uh, yeah, like very but, old. But, like, my dream car. And, and the I, color. And the color. And I finally got my dream car, and it was fucking stolen. <laughs> Bree texted me... My car was stolen, and I was naked, about to get in the shower. and I About to get in a deprivation. <laughs> yeah, and I had my uh, phone, like, I was just, like, playing music, and I was, like, I, like, couldn't... Fathom. No, because you don't expect... That'd be, like, you saying to me, I had a baby. Like, yeah. Like, like, no lead-up, no... Just shocking. Like, yeah, exactly. You don't really, like, you know it happens, but... Not to you. Listeners, I would love to hear... Well, actually... Dr. Annie's cousin, it happened to her cousin once, mm. but it was like in some really shit. This is the other kicker. Um, that w- when that happened to her, it was in like some shitty ass city neighborhood. Yeah. I fucking just moved to a super nice neighborhood. <laughs> like I lived on the shit side right. of Grand Rapids at one point and yeah, nothing, not yeah. even a bother. And then I moved to this neighborhood and my fucking car gets stolen. So I had this great weekend with Hamilton. And now it's just like, there's literally nothing you can do. Right. That's what blows my mind. Like you tell the cops and then Johnny K and I drove around all day. I took the day off of work because my car got stolen. (laughs) Just have to keep saying that. And I, we drove around like looking for it, but like. What? Dennis. Yeah, hello, Dennis, Dennis Quaid. Quaid. That's the name yeah. of her car. And so today was really frustrating, but now I'm trying to plan out, like, my week of, like, hey, can you take me to work this day? And John has this day off of work, so he can take me. And, like, if I can't get anyone out Uber, but then it's, like, wait, how long do I actually do that for? And then when is it, like, you're, you're like, I have to start looking for a new car. Right. Which, add on, listeners, the other worst part of all of this is because it's a 14-year-old car, had the lowest insurance on it, so get no insurance money for it being stolen. So I'm literally shit fucking out of luck. Yeah, like, there's just not a car. Cause, and there's no, like, insurance can't help me. Right, right. Who steals a 2014 (laughs) Subaru Ford? Who steals a car in general? My hope is that, like, whoever stole it wasn't... They had to be high. Yeah, and wasn't really, like, planning on stealing it, and that they're gonna, like, do something dumb or just need to get rid of it because they don't want to get arrested, so they just park it somewhere. Well, this is the thing, Abby. I was like, I asked Johnny K, like, why does someone steal a car? Because he works... Yeah. And dispatch, you yeah. know? And he said they get probably like 10 a week, where mm-hmm. which I think is a lot, like mm-hmm. getting 10 cars stolen a week. Yeah. Um, but he said, he's like, there's many reasons, like joyriding is one, right. you know, just testing cars and like, oh, I'm going to fucking steal this, whatever. Right, right. Uh, number two, he was like, a lot of times people steal a car to commit another crime. And I was like... <laughs> This is my demise. I was like, that's my biggest fear of getting framed wrong. for a crime and having to go to prison. We talked about it on yeah. this podcast. Yeah. And I started panicking. He's like, that's why you report it stolen immediately. So you can't be. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Right. So, but I don't know. I, you know, and the other thing, the thing that started making me really angry today is I realized the cops aren't looking for my car. Right. Like they're going to run plates and stuff and they know that it's out there, but they're not like, they have other shit to do. Right. And so if some, a car gets called on and like, it's been there for a while in an alleyway or if, you know, a Burger King parking lot or something, 
or like someone's speeding and they run the plates and they run it and see that it's stolen. stolen. Right. Other than that, like they're not driving around looking for my car. Right. I did think though that it was sweet that I looked at your thing and like 65 people shared. Oh yeah. People I didn't even know. I put it on Facebook. We're sharing it, which like God bless any of you who shared that. Yeah. And like, a little bit of a community outreach. And the problem is that people share it and then forget that they right. shared it. And then they're not, like, looking. Right. Um, we should make signs, like how they were missing cat cats. Cats, I know. I was. I actually said that to Annie yesterday. I was like, let's just hang them all around. Yeah. So, anyway, that's I the bad news. I just hope the person, like, you know, realizes, like, fuck, I was high and I stole this car. Or I was wasted and I stole this car. And now I don't want to get in trouble for it. So, I'm going to just, like park it somewhere well the other thing that's really frustrating and i like the more i thought about this i was like irritated with this cop who was like took the report i wasn't irritated the only thing i was irritated with and i whatever it's fine but i think what he said was like we usually find the car you know and then he was like and then he like kind of giggled he's like it just kind of depends what condition it's in yeah and i like was thinking about that today and i was like it was 20 minutes after I realized my car was stolen and you're cracking jokes about what condition Dennis Quaid is going to be in. My son, right. my dream car. Uh, but, you know, they just deal with that shit all the time. And they're like... So, listeners, if you want to be a patron... If you want to be a patron and help me... So, today at work, I um, went on Craigslist and I started looking at used bikes. Because I was like, I guess I'll just get super fit and, like, ride my bike to work every day that I don't own. (laughs) Because it's, like, a hundred bucks to buy a bike. Maybe this is, like, so, like, A, listeners, Bree's going to write a book someday. And this is terrible luck, but great content. Yeah. And then, B, this could be the, like, this could be a part of your life where, yeah, you buy a bike and you fall in love with cycling. I was going to say, maybe I become a cyclist. (laughs) Maybe I go in the... I don't know how to not laugh. Laughing is my way of... No, I... And I'm uncomfortable for (laughs) No, like, I was laughing yesterday, too. Until today. And I was laughing most of today until I realized, and someone commented on my status, that people are garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing that really upsets me, too, is, like, I believe, like, in goodness in people, and I see light in people, and I'm like, fuck (laughs) you, dude. Yeah. But I'm even not... I'm not even that mad. Like, honestly, just drop the car off. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go to jail for stealing my car. Like, just go better yourself. Right. Just drop it off. So we went from her her stories of Donna and her neighborhood. I would honestly take Donna for the rest of my life, (laughs) at least. Like, You have to get Dennis Quaid back. Mm -hmm. I don't know that that's true. (laughs) (laughs) You have to choose. But why? Why do I have to choose? I don't know. Also, though, your car is a great find. Like, if I was going to steal a car and I I was able to steal yours, I'd be like, sweet. Oh, and you want to know one of the even worst parts? (laughs) What? That you just got new brakes. Oh, yeah. I just spent $300 on brakes, like, a week ago. And then... (laughs) My favorite scarf was in there. Nothing really else. The but one I, you wear on your head all the time? That No, like, my like like winter scarf. Oh, that's yeah, like yeah. kind of shawl like. Yeah. Yeah. And I would I when I parked my car Monday night, I was like, I should take that inside. And I was like, nah, I'll get it tomorrow. And then my fucking car was gone. <laughs> and it's weird. It, it's like when people, you know, don't know they're gonna quit smoking, but then they do and they don't remember their last cigarette. Do you remember <laughs> your last ride with Dennis Quaid? <sighs> No, I think I was listening to Hamilton. Just enjoying the ride, man. Windows down. Just breeze blowing through my hair. I wish that you hadn't fixed your brakes, because then they would have gotten a car with 
like broken brakes. Yeah. So at least they would have been like, well, this isn't. And it would be like squealing. And yeah, stuff. and easier to find. God damn. And there are, like, these stickers on the back that I have no idea what they are. People are like, what stickers are they? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't put them. And then I realized I am not observant at all. Like, I should remember. It was my car. But I didn't put. I bought yeah, it like yeah, that. Yeah. But I'm just like, oh, God damn it. Like. Yeah. And there, I don't have very good pictures of it at all. So that night, Annie went home and took pictures of both of their cars. Like That's a good idea. You should take a picture of your car. My car looks like every other 2000 something yeah but don't you have like a bumper sticker of like mutt something in the back it's a magnet easily take that take it off off. yeah um yeah so listeners that's the sad yeah really story of tonight story of tonight (laughs) it's stupid uh any um any other last words about chicago or should we do what we said we were gonna do and talk? Yeah. About it? So I just want to say I will say three sentences okay. about Hamilton. Okay. And then I think we're just gonna kind of move past it, and we might, after talking about the episode, come back to it. So if you actually are interested in what we have to say about Hamilton, yes, there will be an extra conversation. But we you will, don't have to. you don't have to listen, right? Because uh, I haven't really talked to Bree. Like, we texted, but we haven't talked about it. Yeah. So, we might do that at the end. Yes. For people that care. So, I will say that everyone should invest in live theater. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be Hamilton. Yeah. But I will say that, by far, Hamilton is the best show I have ever seen on Broadway. Like, yeah. the best and I was not disappointed at all with anything, and I cried from the minute <laughs> it started to the minute it ended. Oh, and also, we had a really cool suite with, like, a private suite thing, but I'll talk about that later. I'll yeah. leave you guys hanging on that one. Yeah. But literally, if you have an opportunity to see Hamilton, I know Abby has said this multiple times. Now I can say it. You should do it because it's totally worth it. It's touring right now, you guys. I think there's like four touring like shows. And I'm sure everyone who's touring in it is amazing. Yeah, and like and also the tours are all named after characters. There's like the Philip tour, the Eliza tour. It's really cool. And they're and it's always in Chicago and I was in LA. It's not there anymore. I think Chicago and and New York are Mm -hmm. still the only like permanent ones. But yeah, try to make it happen. It's totally worth it. And like it's worth the money. I mean we we paid we he I didn't yeah. pay for it um like a decent amount of money for our tickets but it, like and there's no bad seat don't you agree like no but we had we all our seats three rows back middle mezzanine that's mezzanine. it like Casey and I saw it from there we were the first one so I set my drink there which yeah and I got nervous but like that's the best yeah you can it, see everything yeah it was just perfect um and I would say we went to a matinee and I love matinees yeah because like I feel like we we went and we walked to brunch and we had this great brunch and then we came back and we touched up in the hotel and then we were like a block from yeah. the theater and we walked there and it was like then we didn't have to rush for dinner reservations before or weren't like super hungry after it was like five o'clock when we got out so we could just go we went and got deep dish pizza that yeah. night yeah um so I would say do a fucking matinee like it's, yeah, it's great. Fun. Mm-hmm. And day drink. That's what we did. Dress casual too then? Yeah. Wore some green khakis. I love the hat you bought. Oh yeah. I bought a hat because I felt like I really wanted the A dot ham, but it was a flat brim hat. And I was like, I'm never going to wear wear that. that. Yeah. So the one I got the star with the person and it's super sparkly and kind of, but I'll wear it to the beach. B dot Babbitt. Yeah. We should get 
hats. We shouldn't make hats. We shouldn't make hats. We should. A dot more. That sounds sort of like. That does. That sounds like a Hamilton. A dot hem. A dot burr. B dot bab. <laughs> B dot bab. B dot babs. Yeah, beat up Babs. They're, that's perfect. It sounds like beat up Babs, <laughs> which I, that's kind of what my life feels like right no, now. That like, I'm getting a beating right now. It feels like beat up Babs. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, like yeah, Scatman. That's a little bit better. Beat her up because I'm just being kicked while I'm fucking. I hope that your luck changes when you go to Florida. No, it's supposed to fucking thunderstorm the whole time we're there. Okay, well, just know that it's not like it's August here and summer's almost over. You still have a lot of summer left. Yeah, but it's supposed to be beautiful here. Like, Like, it's like, why are we spending $160 to go sit in a trailer? (laughs) (laughs) It'll be great. Right? Or will it? You could, at least, I mean... I think we will eat some seafood. That'll be fun. That'll be worth it. Go, like, play in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> At least we still get to see the ocean. Yes. Like, even if it's raining. Yes. It's nice. It's good for the soul. I need to go ground myself <laughs> go somewhere other than fucking Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm oh. packing up and moving away. <laughs> I can't believe my car got stolen. You can't stolen. even drive away. <laughs> I can't even. Well, that's what, like, when I got out of work today, I was like, I'm just going to drive around and look for my car. And I was like, I don't have a car. <laughs> like, I can't drive around and look was, for my car. Brie was telling me she was having a bad afternoon. I was like, can't you just go sit in your car? And yeah. like, and I was like. Oh, I can't say that. Nope. Because I couldn't even leave work. And this is like the first time in like a really long time. I go home for lunch every day. And I sat, well, because I watched the Grey's Anatomy episode too. So I, and we had a meeting too. So my lunch was cut a little short, but I sat at my desk and ate lunch. And I've never fucking done that. And I was like, oh God, I hate this. And even when my last job, when I worked at the city, I would go home. I still only had an hour lunch and I would go home for 20 minutes, like get out, change the scenery. And by the time I was having a breakdown, I'd realized I hadn't stepped outside since eight in the morning. Yeah. And so I was like, I have to go outside. Yeah. So I'm okay now. It's a little hot in this room. Yeah. I was thinking that too. Um, I, we can maybe turn that fan. That would probably be too loud. We can maybe open the window. There's not like people around. Um, um, but anyway, how are you? That was a lot about me. No, I was, I like was glad you have things to say because I don't know what I've, I've just been working a lot and well, yeah, it's busy season. Yeah. And it's been great. Like friends of mine just had a baby and I went and took photos of that and that was really special. Uh, I had, I've had weddings. I didn't have one this weekend though. What did I do? I had the laziest, I can't, I literally Or did you go see I Feel Pretty? Oh yeah, I went and saw I Feel Pretty, which was awesome. I love Amy Schumer, so there's I know there's a lot of Amy Schumer haters. Yeah. And I just don't understand you. So I <laughs> So just, whatever. So like I, I'm probably a lot less critical of her work than like some people. Like I also when I go see a funny movie, I know it's not gonna be like ground life changing. Yeah, like I go to laugh and also and it was really empowering. I just will say though, there's a scene so it's all about like um like body like um, positivity kind of and she has this change of heart but like there's a scene in the beginning when she's feeling really low and Amy <coughs> Schumer to me like I love seeing her on screen because to me her body is like very much more similar to mine than mm-hmm. like other people you see on shows and it just makes me it's something about seeing a body that you can relate to on screen that is just like so amazing feeling 
and in the in the movie there's a scene that's really sad in the beginning where she like she's on a, she goes out to with her friend she comes home and she takes off her skirt and you see that she's wearing like one of those like full body spanks yeah like things which we've all fucking done yeah. she's wearing like a short skirt or whatever and like she's standing in front of the mirror and just does like a couple like picks at her stomach like does a side thing and her face and then she kind of like has tears in her eyes and then she just like takes it off and goes to bed and I like Everyone else was, like, not laughing, but, like, you know, I don't know. And I was, like, sobbing. Like, I was so, like, we've all, I just have done that. Like, and so by the end of the movie, like, her, her, she, like, gets all this confidence and she just, like, dresses, like, amazingly and doesn't give a fuck. And it's, like, super, like, confidence is over anything. Like, if you're confident in who you are, like, that really, like, relays. You know what I mean? Like, and literally that night I felt so amazing like I felt like I was so sexy did you have sex uh Jake didn't get home till I don't remember maybe we did just when you're feeling very empowered like I'm trying to remember I think we did yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised but I also was I had I did the thing where you did at the movie theater where you get a double glass of wine oh fuck yeah yeah fuck yeah that's the only way only way to see a movie yeah so I like kind of had a little bit of a buzz when I got home I thought you were gonna say boner (laughs) no kind of had a boner when I got home and then I I had two white claws which are like the most like oh yeah white girl drink in the world but they're just so good and I had two of those which aren't even we keep saying like they're not that alcoholic but I get I get buzzed as shit off of them too. And so I drank two of those while dancing by myself to like Broadway's to Oh you is that when you were messaging me? Yes, I we were video that. we were video messaging really each other. And yeah. then I was dancing to Justin Bieber, but like old Justin Bieber, like baby, like baby, baby. baby. Yeah. I think that song was in the movie, and maybe that's why. Yeah. But I was just like having a time. You were and you were dancing in your bedroom, which interesting choice. Yeah, the air conditioner was on. Oh, because I would. <laughs> oh, I always choose to dance in well, the living room. Well, the stink room. bugs were in my living room too. So when Jake's oh. gone, I don't hang out. Which listeners, I have solved the problem. I put up window insulation shit over my fireplace, and I have like twelve currently trapped, and I haven't seen one in my house. So I'm feeling a lot safer at my house and enjoying Good. summer more. That's that is great news. You yeah. know, you deserve to feel safe in your own home. So yeah, I was video chatting you. You guys were like eating a burger or something and then like I was get this listeners we did the most American thing yeah we went out to dinner and we ordered a I almost said a beef salad because that's what Johnny <laughs> K thought it was but it was a beet salad oh yeah um but for some reason I don't know that was really dumb and hilarious and then we got this supposed to be this really good burger in Chicago not the one burger the not umami no the other not that one is it anyway it's called the it's the loyalist is the restaurant so they have this burger there but then they had like a special burger like a secret burger that night um and we were very interested so we ate a burger and then we were like is it fucked up if we get a burger to to go go? so we got the other burger to go which had like bone marrow on it holy shit was it good Fuck yeah, it was good. And then we like ate it an hour late. Like we yeah. just like went back to our In hotel. Your comfy yeah, and we're yeah. like, should we break into this burger after we just ate a fucking <laughs> burger? And it was like, yeah, why not? Also, listeners, if you follow me on Instagram at BJ Babs, you could have seen on my story that we were watching Shrek 2. You're welcome. I did see that's what I think sparked my like I saw that, and then I messaged you, and I was listening to Hamilton, so then I sang to you, and then you guys sang back. Yep. And then I was like, uh, forgot about that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, there it is. There it is. Well, 
Great weekend, all in all. Also, everyone, use Hotwire. Hotwire. We got like a oh. 4.5 star hotel for 100 bucks a night. Yeah. Also, everyone, look for a Forester. A- yeah, look for a 2004 Subaru Forester, forest green with a gray thing around the bottom. If you live in Grand Rapids and you see a fucker driving that, the license plate starts with an A. Yeah. I don't know the rest of it. It's posted somewhere. <laughs> yeah. and On my Facebook. And... If you do that, call the cops. Right. Don't call me because I'm not going to be able to do anything, but definitely call the cops and let them know what's up. You know, yeah. say, yo, and then follow them like a bitch. Yeah, say, hey, Johnny Law. Guess what I just saw. <laughs> do your goddamn job. <laughs> yep. So uh, should we just take a quick break and then we'll get into yeah, I need season some, three, episode 11? Yeah, I need some more wine. Okay. Episode 11. So this is a two-parter. Yeah, I didn't know that until... Yeah, so we could have probably watched both, but whatever. We We didn't really know. So it's called Six Days, Part 1. I, from afar, saw your piece of paper, and I saw my name in your first note. Yeah. And I think I know what it's going to be. My first note was, I bet Abby is going to talk about how she does not think Jake snoring is cute. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote... Watching Meredith snore is Derek being truly in love. I don't look at Jake like that. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. I called it. Yeah. That's so funny. I love Jake, funny. but I don't think he's snoring Johnny K cute. snores. But also, Derek doesn't think her snoring's cute either. No, he doesn't. He just said that. Yeah. Um, last night, I asked Johnny K if... Um, I was like, do you have earplugs? And he was like, no. <laughs> like... Is my snoring that bad? And I was like, sometimes. It's only really bad. Like, I went to bed last night with my mind going crazy because my car was stolen, guys. I don't know <laughs> if you remember that. Um, so I like, but I knew I had to get to bed and right. I knew he was very tired and had to work in the morning. So I was like, he's going to start snoring immediately. I can't have the TV on. Right. Like, if I was really tired, I can just sleep through it. But I was like, I'm going to be late. Right. You're but I put them in, and I don't like what it feels like having uh, no sound. Like yeah, I like that. You get used to it. That's what he said. He's like, really, you do get used to it. But I just took them out, and then I ended up being fine. I but. usually wear them. I start with them in, and in the morning they're always out. I either take them out in my sleep or they fall out. But I think I take. Have them you out. ever like not woken up from your alarm? Or no, it's, it's, even it's when just dulls. Yeah, when they're in, I can still hear my alarm. Okay, it just like dulls sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. What's helped us right now is because it's summer. We have like a window air conditioner unit Mm -hmm. that sounds like a fucking ship is in our room. So like (laughs) that's the that was a ship. Yeah, so it does that, and um, that's helpful. But honestly, they're it's terrible. Yeah, I'm gonna have my own room someday. Do we ever see again that Meredith snores? No, I feel like they never bring it up. Like, he just... Maybe won't. next episode, but that's it. But, like, yeah, she says, like, at the end, just skipping to it, because we're talking about the snoring, like, she has abandonment issues. Yeah. Like, you can't leave. I get that, but also, like... Okay, but here is the fucking thing. So, I think we've talked about this before on the podcast, but, like, sleep is a very independent yes. thing. Yes. And I don't think it is offensive to not sleep by someone. Right. Especially because he always starts with her, and then he comes, comes in before she wakes up. That's, like, totally great. Yeah. Um, I have a really funny story about Johnny K and, 
and sleep and like waking up and leaving or whatever first of all he's always like as well so listeners like we've just recently started like sleeping together every single night because we live together now yeah and his schedule didn't allow that before so like you really get like the real deal yeah so num- the first story is that we slept in a king-size bed for the first time in the hotel oh how was it Dude, we didn't touch. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And he informed me that he can't turn over at night because I'm so far over in the bed. I was like, that's not true. But it might be true. <laughs> so I was like, we really need a king size bed because I had plenty of space to like starfish and yeah. you could still yeah. like move. The other story I was going to tell that's really funny. So every morning when he gets up before I do and has to go to work, he comes in and kisses me goodbye. And I'm always just like, <sighs> you yeah. know, like yeah. fucking yeah. smelly and weird. But it was like super dark in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that room is like a black and so he, cave. Like he kissed and then he like, but didn't kiss again. I was like all confused. I heard like, Marge, what? So like, <laughs> I was like, that was weird. And then I woke up and I was like, did I dream about that? So that night I asked him, I was like, did you accidentally kiss Marge goodbye this morning? He was like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I did. He was like, she was sitting on your head and I kissed her and I was like, oh, that's very hairy. And then he tried to find me, but couldn't. And so he just like left. So he kissed Marge goodbye and not me. Then he was like, I'm running late. I did good enough. (laughs) I love that. I also, Jake does the same too, but there's sometimes when I say like, I really love that you, you he like retucks me in. Jake Mm -hmm. does like pulls the covers back up, like re whatever. And I appreciate it, but it usually wakes me up. Yeah. And then I can't, and I only, he leaves and I have like 30 minutes left before my alarm, which is not enough time to fall back. When he left at like four in the morning, it was fine. Yeah. That's Johnny K leaves at five 30. I get up usually at like seven 40. Yeah. It's amazing. You get that thing every day where you're like, Oh, I still get to sleep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now I, I just don't. So instead I'm just awake a half hour early. So sometimes I'm like, I really appreciate you doing that. But just like, even if I'm uncovered or whatever, just like leave me. Yeah. I must do you mind a kiss? No, I don't mind that. Also, weirdly enough, I, I don't hear his alarm. Like, oh, like, my, you know, it's not yours. My brain fucking knows it. And we have the same sound. Like it's our, it's the same like phone oh. sound. And when his, I literally have never heard his alarm. That's crazy. Isn't that weird? His alarm is his phone goes off. And that like three seconds later, his clock alarm goes off. It's like oh. bang, one of those old oh, ones. Yeah. And it's terrible. And he shoots up in bed <laughs> and then turns it off. It's like, it's a, it's a horrible morning experience, but yeah. I love him dearly and I wouldn't trade it for the world. I like that there was a meme today on one of those famous meme accounts that was like saying that you're just going to close your eyes for a minute after your alarm goes <laughs> like off the is, most- is the most risky thing you can do. Seriously, all of a sudden you wake up and you're like, I have to be to work in five fucking or minutes. Or like that one, someone commented, they're like, I did that and it was 1 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. You risk the thing. So yeah. anyways, oops, talking about the episode. Mm-hmm. Um... I'll just do a little workup. I'm pretty sure our only patients are Heather Douglas, the girl at the back. Vader syndrome is what it's called. Yeah, Harold O'Malley and Preston Burke. Is that it? Yep, that's all I have. Um, Which, who should we talk about first? Burke and Christina, the Heather Um, Izzy situation, or George? Those are, or Meredith and her parent, or her dad. Zoomy McZooms. Um, Maybe Dennis is coming home. (laughs) Just a motorcycle? Or, like, a gang of them. <laughs> Jesus. Um, 
Let's talk about... Well, let's talk about Heather Douglas and Izzy okay. because my next note is oh, yeah. about time we heard about that check again. Yeah, I wrote Izzy in that damn check. Because I feel like it's been episodes since we've even, like, touched on Do that. you think it, like, in her brain, if she cashes it, it means Denny is officially dead? Yes, like, absolutely. Yeah, like, so- it's the final. And I know I know someone who their um, child passed away, and they got, like, life insurance money. Yeah. And it was very horrible to have that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, weird money. If yeah. You, yeah. So, I, I agree. I get it. And then we learn also that, like, her psychiatrist... Or therapist or whatever yeah. said that like that's the like once she does that she can go back to work right that so that's interesting too. Um, <laughs> I thought she did a great job in the scene at the bank yeah. where she's like, crying and she has eighties curly hair though. Yeah, that is true. She does, but I think I wrote. Um, where where was that? I feel like I wrote something about it. Um, I just love that. I like that scene a lot. Oh, I said, Izzy crying at the bank is something I would do. <laughs> like, I would absolutely, like... Just cash the check. Well, yeah, and just, like, be an overshare. Like, an yeah. emotional overshare. Like, go to the bank and cash a check. Don't tell a fucking story about it. Right. Don't cry. Get your shit together. But I'm always just tipping on that. I just told, like, a 40-minute story about me losing my car, you know? Always. Yeah. Well, she overshares, too, with the patient, with Heather Douglas. Because, like, which I get, she did it, like, the girl's, like being a bitch to her and she was like yeah well not life doesn't always work out sometimes your fiance dies and you know whatever yeah and then that girl was like oh shit okay whatever yeah but why Why did you have to tell her that yeah well because she was like the the patient was calling her out on being like your life is so fantastic because you're beautiful and like you can get laid and then she's like right and then she's like not if my fiance dies and it's like which the whole thing I get that she did it and then it like brought them closer together but also that's exactly why Izzy is not allowed to like she's an oversharer yeah well yeah she crosses lines she does not know anything of boundaries no even in like relationships with friends right I mean later on let's talk about George like she has no no boundaries. boundaries yeah and that is ultimately the down the demise of izzy stevens yeah yeah totally and so i feel for her about the check i'm glad she cashed it i'm excited for the next episode because i think we get to see what happens with the money yeah i feel like the heather douglas situation did she end up having the surgery no she did i think she did have the surgery but remember or wait no we don't know yet it's a part two that's why it's a fucking part one and part two. Yeah. So I think in part two we learn. Yeah. I think. Oops. Sorry, guys. But yeah. you've seen it. You know yeah. she has a fucking story. Yeah. So I'm excited for like that part of the story to like unfold a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that the patient, I remembered this storyline probably because it is a part one and part two and it's the beginning of all of that, but also because the mom is on Nashville. <laughs> also, the patient is on Parenthood. Oh, she's the daughter. Wow, they made it. They made it big. They really did. She becomes like a main char- character on Parenthood. I wrote. Um, what did I write? I wrote. Um, uh, I remember this girl. I remember her mom. I think her mom's on Nashville. That's what, <laughs> those are my notes. I think her mom was on something else too, but I can't quite remember. I thought her mom was a little ridiculous with like you dumb asshole Insur- yeah. yeah insurance fucking sucks like I work with them but also I just felt like very dramatic in hospital I feel like Grace I would not is be dramatic I feel like I would not be talking like that on myself and can you be on your cell phone in the hospital at that time in that year I don't know whatever who cares um um I don't really have anything else to say about Izzy I feel like no I don't really either 
Um, okay. And really, that was, like, the only... Pa- I mean, other than that, we're just pretty much in our, like, main character mm-hmm. patience. Which I kind of like. I don't know. I just like when the drama's within the main characters. So, yeah. sweet Harold O'Malley. Oh, Harold. He... I, I... Okay, I wrote this. I wrote, um... Okay, where is this? Okay, go to Harold tell, stares down Chief, and apparently that means you can do whatever you want in surgery. What is happening? Okay, yeah, I wrote, would Chief actually back down to George's dad and go against his own medical advice? Like, yeah. he's a doctor. Right, that's what I meant. Like, there, it was right after Bailey, which we'll talk about, like, Bailey staring down Shepard right. and whatever to, like, and I felt like that's what Harold did to Chief, but, like... I didn't know you could... I know you can do, like, a like a DNR or you right. can... Those things. But I didn't know you could force your doctor to remove a tumor that they... Or tumors that they didn't... Well, and I don't feel like you can because I feel like there are so many times in this show that they're like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to perform that surgery. Right. I'm not going to do and that. And then this one is, like, a life or death kind of situation. Like, okay. Well, but I guess they... Uh, with Mark Sloan, he ends up doing the surgery for um, his transgender patient. Right. I guess there, like, are times that they do it that... But I feel like when they do do that, I feel like, like, it's very much stated, like, you are going against, like, medical advice. Yeah, like, and, this like, is his not wife, a good Harold's idea. wife should have known. Like, usually they, like, can't do it without telling... Like, that one lady couldn't get the her tubes tied without her husband knowing... Right. Well, no, that was about, like, the ethics of she wanted Addison to lie and say oh, that yeah, something yeah. went You're wrong. Right. Okay, yeah. Like, I think you can do... So- you don't have to tell your spouse about right. things. But... They all... But I just feel like Chief is such such a doctor who right. is, like... Bailey and Chief are, like, stubborn doctors who I feel like have, like, ethics. Right. And I just... It, did, it fell out of character... Well, yeah, even Bailey was, like, kind of like, wait, what? Yeah. And then Meredith didn't even know when they were in surgery that they were going to do that. Well, and then Meredith all of a sudden was like, oh, we're keeping quiet about this. I was like, why does everyone get this? Like, it does not seem like a thing that you should be allowed to do. No, so I feel like... But I'm sure it's trying, it's going to advance the storyline about George's dad. So, I loved a couple things about this storyline. A, okay, I actually, so I loved... (laughs) that George's dad just said to, when he was kind of like saying goodbye to George but George didn't know you know he's like why are you telling me all this and he called George soft and he's like but that's okay Georgie like yeah. it's okay to be soft and I thought that was like a good way to describe George mm-hmm. like he's soft but that doesn't mean it's his weakness it can also be like a think, good thing about him yes absolutely um and then that scene when they walk back in and George is like taking care of his family and warning them that like this is different than the last surgery like he's you know, not going to look that great. And then he has, like, he finally, like, kind of, like, for real breaks down. Yeah, and realizes this is my dad. But I did write a note about that, and I said, why would they have the whole family visit when they're dressing his wound? Yeah, that was weird. It's for the viewers. I know. But But I like... It was, like, like a crisscrossy... Yeah, it's like, that's terrifying. Like, (laughs) if... Like, here, come and visit right (laughs) as we're, like, dressing this wound. Yeah, I thought that was a little dramatic also but I just like that scene I just I really liked it I obviously I really like sad scenes I think I'm a dark and twisty person no I like sad scenes too that's why we watch the show well I just like how he backed up and then you think he's like kind of okay but then he just like grabs Meredith's arm that was a really that was a beautiful scene between friends and like the power of like 
like actually physically leaning onto someone but like emotionally leaning on someone yeah and meredith being there and getting that like yeah george is fucking like that's your dad which and then meredith's going through her own shit about her dad dad. yeah i know so like it must be difficult for meredith to see that like wow someone can feel so strongly about their dad yeah yeah and be so close with them it was a good like um contrasting Mm mm-hmm Thing. I really liked it. And it good just, writing. It was good writing. But it just, oh, I just, I like when the characters that I really love are like going through something. And I'm just glad George wasn't being like idiotic George. She was just being like sad George. Well, and I feel like it was a really sweet scene when they were like playing cards and like, who? George and his dad. Oh, and, yeah, And, like, yeah, before that, he went into surgery. Yep. And his dad was, like, telling him all the things. And he's like, Dad, stop talking like you're yeah. dying or whatever. And then he's, like, telling him about how he killed his dog <laughs> or whatever. He called him a dog murderer. I thought it was so cute, though, when he was, like, dog murderer. And Harold just busted out laughing. Like, it just reminds me of, like, the connection you can have with a parent. And, like, just making each other laugh. Even in, like, really difficult times. moments. Yeah. I agree. And Have you I, ever had a talk like that with one of your parents? Oh, yeah, when you can only laugh because, like... About, like, like, what happens when I go? Oh, those? Uh, sometimes. I don't think I've really had one with them. I um, told my parents recently, like, you need to get your, like, shit in order with, um, like, a will and stuff. Because I don't want all of us siblings to be fighting. Fighting over that? Yeah. Oh, God. No, I think I told my dad uh, recently something about, like... Now that all this big stuff in our life is happening, like, I was like, if you freaking die, like, now that all this is panned out and I can hang out with you all the time, I was like, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. I was like, so don't. But yeah, so we, like, joke about it, but it's also not a joke. Yeah, like, um, um, yeah, like, uh, George's mom says, um, to Harold, now what, what do you, like, what do you say? Whatever. If I die, you'll kill me, which is hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah. That phrase is always good. Yeah, so that's how you feel about your dad? Pretty much. If you die, I'll kill, I will kill you. you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my mom. Mom, you're probably listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, and then on George, too. So then, you know, his dad isn't waking up yet, and George is checking his pee, and his brothers are making dumb jokes about it. Mm-hmm. And then George gets so excited about it, and Callie's in there. And yeah. I love that scene, too. Like, you did? I wrote, Callie is being too whatever about the pee. It's annoying. Like, I don't know. I was just like, I can it understand was, why George was doing that. It was a little out of character for Callie, but <coughs> yeah. I think she really wants anything to connect with George right now. Yeah, I and think so you're she's right. she's like over, you know. Yeah, it just felt very over the top for her. But I also feel like she has connected with George's family, mm-hmm. with, even without George's permission. I think you're right. So I think it was a little bit And then bit they kiss. Out. Yeah, they like make out. In front of, Mom. and everyone stares. Like, yeah. oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's... So so when we leave this part one, George's dad is not awake, right? But no, he, he's, he's peeing not. peeing or something. But he's peeing. And also, I wrote, I mean, we're still on George, and this, if we have anything else to say, we can, but this could kind of transition into Burke. I said, um, so now George is fine with Burke? Yeah, I know. Like, maybe so, but I mean, that's fine. I'm just saying, like, we're the, yeah. at that point now. Maybe because Burke has been honest and is getting help. Yeah. Which, really, George should be okay with Christina because Christina's the one that made Burke come clean. Right. Which we don't know if him and Christina are not okay because they didn't have any scenes together. They're not okay. Okay. Wait, oh, you mean George <laughs> and Christina. Right, Not right. Burke and Christina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George and Yeah, no, I, wow. I was paying attention. I did see scenes with Christina and Burke. <laughs> um... 
They're okay. We can talk about Burke. I think that's great. First note: What are Burke's pajamas? <laughs> Burke. Oh, wait, wait, what was he wearing this time? <laughs> they were like Bergen. They looked like Gryffindor pajamas. Oh, they were like. Percy. Well, remember what he wore last time he was in the house? Yeah. Or maybe I'm thinking of Chief. No, you're thinking of the other black guy <laughs> oh, yeah. that's like Chief's friend. Which like. Yeah, um, but also Chief had weird pajamas once. Too. Yeah, like they're always wearing silk button-down pajamas, and these yeah. are like burgundy with like gold stripes yeah that doesn't surprise me no so um that was my first note on burke um, and how come they get to wear pajamas right and like no harold other... is never wearing pajamas no, he's like naked with a big old wound on his chest yeah but like all of the like attendings who are in right. the hospital are like bring me my silk pajamas <laughs> that i have stored here yeah and i okay so christina and burke i wrote they are so much alike that dating like i think about my relationship with jake and like we are so different and so our relationship is based on, like, just our differences and, like, how, you know, Burke and Christina are sometimes so similar that, like, in this moment, like, they're waiting for, like, they said, then she wins. That was, like, his phrase. So, yeah, that um, part, let, um, let me, oh, this was when Addison comes in, that part, and then she wins, Burke says, I didn't do anything wrong, and Addison says, did she? And Burke says she doesn't seem to think so. Question, do we think that Christina did anything wrong? Because Burke seems to think she did. Because she went behind his back and, like, told on him? When really, tattled? Yeah. I, when really, like, they were both in it together and Burke kind of forced her into... I don't know. I feel like I am on Christina's side. I think it's... Well, that. and I think it's a 50-50, too. Really. Right. And so I think, like, that's what I... I think that was an insight to that's how Burke feels. Christina feels the opposite. That he needs to, you know what I mean? Like, right. that she didn't do anything wrong. She did what she had to do. And then she did, came clean. And, like, he needs to apologize to her. So that's why no one's going to win. Because they're both no. fucking stubborn as hell. And and I if I I honestly can't remember. So, like, this is, uh, this is literally mm-hmm. me guessing, you guys. I can't remember. I think Christina talks first. Mm-hmm. I think she does. Like, that's, and I just feel like that's. Not fair. No. Oh, Marge. She's going to fall off the bed. Um, yeah, we have a guest uh, podcaster today. Her name is Marge. Her name's Marge. My cat laying on the edge of the bed. Yeah, she's looking cute. Um, yeah, I and then I, I liked all the people like trying to a- ask about the tremor. Like that Olivia being like, good morning, Dr. Burke. And he goes, yes, it is. Oh, my God, I wrote that too. A beautiful morning. It's yeah. fucking raining outside. Yeah, I thought that was great. And then I liked that he... Burke would tell George how he was doing as long as George doesn't tell Christina. Yeah. Like, it's humor in... I did ask, though, like, my third note was Christina asking about Burke's tremors. I was like, is is that HIPAA? But then I was like, wait, is she his doctor? Then I got, like, all confused about fucking HIPAA. Like, is Christina on Burke's HIPAA? If not, like, because she works in the hospital, is she allowed to know? But, like, they're in a relationship. How does that work? I think the tremor is just, like, more like she wants to just know how he's doing. Right. I understand that. But, like, any form of medical information you cannot release unless it's on someone's HIPAA. But what I'm saying but is, like, but she's a doc, But she's not his doctor. But right. she is a doctor. But they're in a relationship. So, so where does that line? Cross? Yeah. I'm just very, like, I just am always really interested in HIPAA. I right. think, like, what... I think up until this point, like, she's been able to know everything because she's, they, I feel like they try not to let their relationship, like, affect their jobs. Yeah, and, like, her learning and all of that, but I don't know. I feel like this is, he's just, I mean, obviously, and you know this too, like, he's just using that as something to hold 
like private from her. Oh, but, absolutely. But yeah, I wonder how the over technicalities her. of that also. Yeah. I don't know. I can't answer that for you. I know nothing of HIPAA. Uh, what listeners, does it even if stand you, for? Um, human Hippos. Information Privacy Patient Act. Something. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Um, 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 I don't really have anything. Oh, except that. Okay. So I liked uh, Meredith and Christina had like a little friendship moment. Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act. It you... was nothing that I thought it was. <laughs> And I have to do HIPAA training every year, and I just did it, and I could not tell you that. So that's embarrassing. <laughs> I like it. There was that sweet moment with Meredith and Christina where, like, they're kind of just being fucking bitches to each other, but they're being real. Like, I wish I could remember what the dialogue was. Christina like. and Meredith? Yeah, it's in the, in the beginning. And Meredith's like, you need to talk to him. Or Christina's like, can you find out about Burke's oh, tremor? And she yeah. was like, no. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> and then I just thought that was, like... Sometimes with your friends, you just have to, like... Just be blunt? Right. That's, like, what real... Tell it how it is? Yeah. Like, when it reaches a point. I think you yeah. can, like, empathize with friends, and then it... And to a point. And then you just have to... Yeah. Yeah. Um, we can talk about Meredith. Um, yeah. If we're going to talk about Meredith, we're going to talk about Thatcher. And I wrote, Thatcher is such a fucking magoo. Yeah. And also, like, if any of you watch Scandal, like, that he plays... He's a main character in Scandal. Yeah. And he's a fucking... Magoo? He's just like a, well, he's like an evil human being in Scandal. But, like, the guy has a face that... Is gooey. Yeah, or just, like, (laughs) you don't like him. Well, and, like, just, like, he runs into Meredith when they're wheeling Harold. And he's just like, it's like... Get out of the fucking way. Right. Yeah. And then with the babies. With oh, the babies. was just like, I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah. Like, just. But I think I wrote, he's a uh, Magoo when <laughs> when they, like, meet up in the hallway. And also, George's mom being like, is that your ex-boyfriend? Like, wait, wait what? what? Yeah. George's mom is. The worst. Annoying. Yeah. Yeah. But she's like a classic, like, Midwestern mom. You know, you know what I always think of when I watch her or Ooh. see her? Center stage. She's the mom in center stage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's right. the worst in that, too. You're right. Um, with Thatcher, too, I feel like the, a lot of what they try to em- show is that, like, he feels uncomfortable in the medical world. Like, wow. Like, he could never relate to Ellis because he's fucking magooey about it and, like, isn't observant and doesn't understand. And his brain is just not that smart. like that. Or in- it's just not attuned to that. Right. And so, it, to me... That's not his intelligence. And I actually just thought of this. It's like, it, like... That's probably, like, another thing that... How could him and Ellis have possibly, like... Sustained a relationship. Right. And and even with Meredith, like, he can't relate to her because she's in this world. And right. So, yeah. I mean, I think you can be in a relationship with someone when things are... You have completely different interests and intelligences. But, right. like, Ellis was a surgical god. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, she was committed... Right. ...100% to her career... Right. And he just didn't have a space in that. Right. And so I think... Good point. You make great points. I just thought of that. Thank you. I'm proud of it. (laughs) But I think you're right. Like, his, like, awkwardness is not just about Meredith. It's, like, the whole hospital setting. Anytime he's in there. And I'm sure he feels uncomfortable, too, because there's his daughter walking around. There's Chief walking around. Fucking Chief, man. Yeah, which I got... knew his ex-wife cheated with. Right. And I got pissed when Chief would, like, went up to Meredith and was like, you need to give Thatcher an update. And she was like... Fuck you. No, I don't. Like, yeah. you give him an update. And he's like, oh, he doesn't like me very much. It's like, he doesn't like me either. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it makes me I wonder if Chief doesn't know the extent to which that he just, like, left. Like, he, you know, because he, Meredith is like, what do you think? There's, like, a box of cards hidden somewhere that my mother hid from me. Like, I think Chief might actually think that exists, but 
Meredith knows that, like, her dad just wanted, they just, you know. They just separated. Yeah, yeah so. I don't know. I, I just, <laughs> I turned my page over and I, my note is, Thatcher, go away. <laughs> <laughs> How we all Just feel. go away. Um, um, do we know what he did, like, for a living? Do we ever find that out? We could look it up on on Do you the, think it, yeah, like, it says that? It because, might. Let's see. Grey's Anatomy Thatcher. A Grey's Anatomy Thatcher. A Grey's Anatomy... A Grey's Anatomy Podcast. All right. Let's see here. Fandom page. What do you think he did? If Let's see if it... I think... I could see him not working and taking care of Meredith. Then I could also see him maybe it says, cleaning Oh, it says schools. he's a professor. I was going to say a professor, but then I was like, he's not smart enough to be a professor, so I said cleaning schools. Yeah, it says that... It says... Um, yeah, he was a professor. I don't know where that makes got sense. that from. But yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, there's like their whole history on here, which is really crazy. Like, where do people get that from? How do they find that out? And then, listen, out? for his personality, it says, Elbet Awkward, Thatcher is a loving father, and although he was intimidated when Meredith came to see him, he loved her. Did he? I don't know. That could, that's debatable. Yeah, that is debatable. Notes and trivia. <laughs> About them? Uh, their relationship? Yeah, there's like, you can look up each character. He snores loudly, a trait which his eldest daughter, Meredith, inherited. Weird. That goes with this, this episode. episode. Yeah, that is bonker. Um, bonker? It's bonkers. <laughs> bonker. <laughs> that is bonker. <laughs> um, he likes scotch and gin. We know that from when... I know. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't know those were the... I don't like... I was going to say, I do too, but I hate scotch. I like too whiskey. Smoky. I don't like yeah. scotch. Same these. Okay. Um... Oh, my notes. Scotch uh, a type of whiskey? I think. I get confused with like. Yeah. I think like it is. Bourbon's like bourbon's a type of whiskey? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't like the scotch kind. I don't either. Oops. I opened the wrong thing. Okay. Um, Can I do notes and trivia this time? Yes. But are we there yet? Uh, let me just see if I have any other final little notes on this. Oh, I just loved the Bailey. Like how she stares down Derek. Oh, yeah. I wrote um, Bailey teaching moment about staring Shepard down. I thought that was really funny. It was perfect. And yeah. then she like does it. And then I like that Callie was able to do it too. Yeah, but not to, to George. George. Right. I thought that was a funny scene where she was just like, let me try again. And it's just like, <laughs> no, you're just really like you're freaky to me. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck. We, I, listeners are probably screaming at us. Alex. Oh my God. Yeah. I have that note too. Alex and, and Addison. Addison almost kissing. I wrote, no, Alex, don't make out with her. I forgot about this. Whoa. Yeah. It does. I feel like it doesn't happen for that long. Do they actually kiss or do they get interrupted before they kiss? They I'm do. Not, they get interrupted. Okay. Yeah. 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 But I think they end up having sex. I don't know. You keep saying that and I just don't remember. I think I they do. You, but. I don't know. We'll see. It was weird because I felt, well, his line was, she was like, why did you get off his his service and he's like well I lied about the I did the cappuccino on purpose because he was mean to you right and then she I feel like Addison wait but when was he mean to her and also something's going on we don't know yet with Mark and Addison something about this day and this time Mm -hmm. which like I know what it is right but it's like I'm sorry I bet that's in part two fucking shit yeah we should have done yeah but um yeah so something's going on with them and also uh I think Sadly, like, Addison was left by her husband and is in this, like, thing. And, like, someone is being nice to her. And I think that, like... Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily that she's that interested and correct. But I don't think any male has been, like, 
nice to her personally. You know what I mean? Like they're like relationally just like, oh, you know, whatever. But like Alex did something specifically, he so he says, like for her. Right. And I can understand that when you're just like feeling like everything's and everyone's against you. And I'm feeling that very hard. <laughs> deep. So like be careful if like just a casual friend of yours, a girl even. Like just you? Says, yeah. Don't make out with me. Just I'm trying not to right I brought now. you Pringles. <laughs> I'm trying not to. Um, Pringles but, and wine is my. Yeah. So I don't know. I Interesting. We'll see how that goes. Fucking part two. I have like two more notes. I said the ending scene with everyone staring is super annoying. Oh, yeah. It was like, that really ridiculous dramatic. song. And, like, yeah. it literally, like, panned on every single character. And yeah. I was like, can we wrap it up? Yeah. And then I was like, part two episode, I, like, do we need two parts to this episode? Yeah. I feel like we could have wrapped this whole thing I up wonder when in it one aired. episode. I wonder when it aired. Do you, or let me see here. I'll look it up. You yeah. Know. I wonder. Da, 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 da. Like, maybe it was, like, a special... When they did, part, you know, how it's always like, oh, that episode aired the next day or like whatever. Right. But I feel like they don't do that shit anymore. Seasons. Oh, no, but this was in season three. So it could have happened a long time. You know, let's see here. Um, So season three episodes. Oh, fuck. How do I do this? I'm on the, do you have it? Do I have it, it up. Yeah. Yeah. Does it say when they aired? If they aired like one day Air date, after January another? 11th. 2007 was the first one. Let's see when the next one was. And then the next one was, excuse me, thank you, was January 18th, so a week later. Mm. Like, I honestly that the, And that's not, like, the winter break episode, because... No, I and I just, like, usually, this is, like, when usually a big episode yeah. comes out, and I feel like... But Part two's got to be bigger. It has to be, because this was just lead up. Yeah, because this felt really stupid to mm-hmm. me. I'm like, why is this, like, well, the mid-winter... I feel like this leads up to, like, we don't know if George's dad is going to wake up. We don't know we, about the surgery. We don't know what's happening with um, Sloane and Addison. Yeah. We don't know what's happening, yeah, with the Heather, what's-her-face, and... Yeah. Izzy cashed the check... And Derek is bought, uh, or Meredith bought things to stop snoring with. Right. Okay. But the baby, too. Is the baby fine? I don't know. I think so. Be- yeah. she. I mean, she, because Addison, like, when Karev and Addison yeah. almost kissed, she, like, almost oh, kissed yeah, her baby. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, notes and trivia? Okay. So, notes and trivia. This episode's title originated from the song Six Days, originally sung by DJ Shadow. Who's DJ That's Shadow? That's me. I'm DJ Shadow. <laughs> this episode scored 23.03 million viewers. Oh, interesting. This is the first episode to feature a to-be-continued frame instead of the normal end title card, and also the second one to feature no opening and closing voiceover. Weird. So it's just going to jump right in. Yeah. And there, right, I there was not one since that right, had, right. or before that had a to-be-continued. it was just people staring at each other. It's fucking annoying. <laughs> just staring at the camera, panning around. <laughs> so fucking annoying. Um... Do you have any final notes about the episode? I didn't. Oh, shit. We got to rate it. Yeah. I I kind of liked it. Like, there were... I don't feel like we said anything nice about it. And then you're like, I kind of well, liked it. Well, I liked it. the George scene. That made me the yeah. GGBs. And I liked the snoring thing. Hi, Amy. Do you want to say hello? Fa- say hi. Hello. <laughs> Maybe we, he can be a post-guest for the Hamilton discussion. Yeah. You want to be a post-guest for the Hamilton discussion? Maybe. You don't have to be. <laughs> 
Can I give a couple of shout outs? Are you shouting You're, out right like, now? It's live. Yeah. We oh, don't it's live? we don't edit, so Oh, yeah. I wanna give a shout out to my <laughs> Say it into Ashley. the microphone. Say it into the microphone. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my homegirl Ashley. Uh she's my coworker. She listens to you guys. She'd be really stoked that uh, I said her name. Right into the Yeah. yeah. And, uh <laughs> That's it. Okay, cool. Oh, and Steph. And Steph. Oh, cool. Shout out. You just thumbs up the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) They can't see that. But but, that's cool. Yeah, all right. Oh, we saw it. Oh, look, I like your work clothes. Oh, thank you. Hi. You want me to come back? They're going to kiss. They kissed. Well, I haven't seen them all day. (laughs) I was just telling the listeners. Um, Anyway, we're about to call time and bath, and then we'll come visit you. Yeah. All right. Totally normal (laughs) things. Um, so wait, should we call it, well, we have to rate it, and then should we call time of death, and then we'll talk about him, we'll take a little break. Yeah, 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 let's do that. We also didn't, uh, what? Maybe we'll take, yeah, we'll take a break, and then we'll come back for Hamilton. Okay, sounds good. So, listeners, if you don't want to listen to Hamilton, you can basically stop here. If you do, then just after the break, go pee, get a drink, and then listen to Hamilton talk. Um, but before we do that, one to ten scalpels. Uh, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a six. I, I giggled yeah. a couple times, yeah. and I got sad when George got sad. I'm going to give it a five. Okay. I, like, middle of the road. Didn't, like, hate it, but didn't, yeah. like, love it. Yeah. I think Do ne- we ever? No. I think <laughs> ne- I'm starting to wonder if I actually like this show. Um, <laughs> Every episode is, like, a four. Four of four. Oh, yeah, you've seen- We, like, win, and I thought these were the good season, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what's I gonna- don't know what's even going to happen. I'm going to rate the musical episode an 11. We should rate seasons. Like, when we reach the end of it. Yeah, we should. We should start doing that. We'll, we'll go like, back What are and, we rating it against? I don't know. Like, the what it is episode? now. Yeah, the Bond <laughs> episode. That's what we're rating. That is the only <laughs> thing you can rate it against. Yeah. Because that was... My scale was fucked up, but it was, like, overall 10 and 8 and a yeah. like, whatever. Anyway. Um... So, yeah, if you want to keep listening, do it. I have some shit to say about Hamilton. Time Um, of death. 2031. Beep. I have to press the button. Stop talking. Hamilton. No. Okay, I have a couple. I'm gonna do like kind of when we do our Gray's ID, like fan ID. I'm gonna kind of like okay, okay. So pre seeing it, what was like your favorite song to jam out to? Um, to jam to because there's different like I, okay, 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 okay. Let me like rephr- cry to let me, burner <laughs> quiet uptown. Let me rephrase this. What song were you most looking forward to see live? Ooh, um, I was. Or curious about? Or? I was curious about how they were going to do Satisfied. Oh, yeah. Um, And I was excited for Helpless. Yeah. Um, And excited for Burn and Quiet Uptown because those are, like, very important to yep. me. And, like, the last one. But also, like, um, any of the, like, one, two, three, four, five, yeah. six. Yeah. yeah. So those. Which one, what, like, most surprised you about it? Or was there anything that, like, because for me, when I saw it, I didn't expect to like certain songs. Well, okay, so there was this one song 
The one where they're like reading a decree or something before the first time the king comes and sings. And I had no idea what that fucking song was about or understood it. Oh, yeah, it. When, when they're both singing at the same time. Yeah, and, and he's like, like standing yeah. on Oh, that. I love singing that one now. Right. So I was like, I think that was the one that last time on the podcast I talked about, like, we could skip over that one. And I oh. actually ended up really liking the song. It's amazing the timing. I under- yeah, I understood the lyrics more. And I actually understood what the song was about and what was happening. Yeah. So that was a surprise. I was like, oh, I like that song. I liked when he says something about the dog. He's like, something about a dog having mange. I don't know, like when they're going back and I just yeah I, that's a great one yeah the, the timing of that like blows me away because I can sing it but I do both parts mm-hmm. it would be very hard to just sing one part oh March do you want to talk and about come Hamilton? in like right at the right time you know yeah. I, I saw Lin Manuel tweet a thing that like someone said to him like how did you possibly memorize this many words? And he was like, the hard thing was forgetting all of the other words I'd learned. Because oh. like, he wrote everything and he just wanted to sing all of the Sing parts. the whole parts. Right. I told Johnny K that he's going to come home one day and I'm going to have be ready to perform the whole all the, every character. Oh, fun. Can I be a part of it? He you- rolled his eyes at me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, um, okay, so that one, that's good. What? How do you think of like Burr's song? Because to me, Wait For It and Rumor It Happened are like so They're good. power ballads, man. Yeah, they're like, oh. They're, they're so the good. where, yeah. And the dancing in, in um, don't step on Marjorie, this. get down. The dancing in um, Rumor It Happened. I got yeah. to be in. And he really takes off. You, Did yeah. you have the burr that like a bigger white? Is he white? I don't know. What I don't. I don't think he's white, but he is bigger. Um, yeah, he has like a lisp. Yeah, let me just tell he's you. He's definitely not Leslie Odom Jr. No, he's a big guy. Yeah. He is Gregory Trecko. Yes, yes, yes. We had him, and I. Well, listeners, I was very appreciative that Abby, like right before we went, or it was either the night before. No, it was right before mm-hmm, we went. Mm-hmm. Just audio messaged me and was like. It is not the original cast. Like, and yeah. I want you to go in with an open mind about the male characters. And you just, you, you didn't, didn't say, say Burr. but you just said, no, you said Burr is not Leslie oh. Odom Jr. That's all you oh, said. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And so when he first started singing in the party, you, are you Aaron Burr, sir? And he has and, a kind of like a flamboyant like, and I, like feminine voice. For like of? five, ten seconds, I was like, uh, and then I, like, your voice came in my head <laughs> and I let it go. Like, yeah. And I tried to do that. The whole musical was just like, these are not the people in the original recording that I've listened to. Yeah. But like I said earlier in the podcast today, like live theater is where it's at, you know? Fucking incredible. Um, Just the energy that you feel and the fact that like people are pouring out their emotions in front of you for you. And it's for them too, but... No, that's, yeah. well, there's nothing more noble to me. Well, than, and and like too, like for what it's like the only time I feel like in life, other than going to a movie, that like the audience is just watching that. Like so many yeah. times we watch things, but we're also looking at our phones or whatever. Like everyone is just captivated by yeah, what is so happening in front cool. of you. Yeah. Um. So we had great seats. What I want to talk about the spinning stage. Mm-hmm. I don't think the show so could awesome. be done without it. No, uh-uh. Um, and I thought it was beautifully displayed in the song Hurricane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you're up high, so you saw the lighting design. Yeah, the, funky, the, yep. the lighting design. I used to hate that song until I saw it live. Yeah. And then I just love that part when he's like, 
I wrote my way out of hell. Mm-hmm. I wrote my way out. And he, like, starts rapping. That's, like, my favorite part. And it's right after Reynolds' pamphlet, which is so funny. The Reynolds' pamphlet. When, <laughs> yeah. When, when, I don't know when they, if you noticed this, but they did it with mine. When they go, have you read this? They also handed one to the conductor, like, down oh. at the bottom. I don't know if that was just, like, a one-show, like, Thing. They thought it would be funny to, like, do that. Because I follow a lot of the cast members, and one of them was like, today I twerked in a handstand during Reynolds' pamphlet. That's and, amazing. And Lin-Manuel did, like, the emoji with the blinking eye. Like, oh. Yeah. Because they can do whatever they want. It's like a freestyle, kind of. Right. But the king, too, like, rubs his butt. He always just is, like, he's, like, in that scene, too, just being, like, a weirdo. Like, um, I remember I talked to Annie, and she said after she saw Hamilton all she could say sing was Lafayette and all I could sing after singing it was the Reynolds pamphlet yeah <laughs> so you, over and over again this? yeah yeah you never gonna be president now. Now. Yeah. I think we listened to it on the way home it's so good. which I have to say listeners my boyfriend is the best boyfriend in the world he's right outside the door and he can probably hear me talking but Abby, it would have been your dream come true on the drive home. You got to listen to it? Whatever I wanted. I listened to <laughs> so many musicals. We oh. listened to almost all of Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. Which he's been listening to now. Oh, so good. Um, And I put on Les Mis. I had some of my best performances. Um, <laughs> Did some, like, Annie, Get Your Gun. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Like, really just mixing it up isn't it fun now too now that you've seen the show when you listen to it you have a visual kind of and like oh yeah 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 the lighting was phenomenal what i think my favorite parts were the when the chorus came in so and i felt that way about wicked like there you you feel it that many voices yeah like in your stomach yeah and i was like holding it together i mean i was crying from beginning to end (laughs) but like first act i was definitely crying but like trying to hold it together and second act is like a sad like i could have gone into like hysteric crying because i was like i was almost like the energy was too much like it was just yeah the one thing I will say was the second act, there was this group of people, the row in front of us, and the second act, there was this little girl who was like six, oh. who moved directly in front of me. Ooh. And distracting. Very distracting. And I, ca- I, I was like almost praying to something. <laughs> I was like, please, like, don't get bothered by this girl. She deserves to be here. Yeah. Like, it's awesome that they're... I'm exposing their child to live theater. But, like, her and her, like, grandma were, like, moving and swaying and, like, hugging each other and, like, lifting their arms in the air. And I almost tapped on her shoulder and was like, you are ruining this for me. (laughs) Like, this is my time. Right. And we spent a lot of fucking money to be here. Yeah. But I calmed down. Yeah. I think I just kind of let go of it and, like, looked past it. But I was like, no, this is the act that Abby's like, it's very sad. Well, it's like, just all the songs are sad. Yeah. How about when, when so like, you know, Burr shoots, spoiler alert, Burr shoots Hamilton, and then the sound just cuts out, and, and it's the, just him doing the, the bullet. Monologue. Yeah, baby bullet. That's yeah. what they call the girl that does it. And she has her hand like that, and they lift her and do all that. And then when, um, like... Uh, to me, like, the part when he said... The, for, when I saw it the first time, I hadn't listened to the soundtrack all the way through. I didn't, uh. like, work through it. And I remember the line, the world was wide enough. Not for the both I, of us. I, like, had, like, a... I was like, holy shit, this is our world right now. Like, 
we have such different opinions and like the world, the world is, is wide, wide enough, enough for both uh, all of us to have our own opinions about things. Well, yeah. so another thing that I thought was very, I, I came back from Chicago and I went over to Annie's and I talked with her and her boyfriend yeah. who had also seen Hamilton. We got on like a way like deep conversation about Hamilton that I think one of the things that I've loved about the musical and the lyrics and also about the history is Eliza's character because I feel like our history classes don't talk about Eliza. We don't learn about her and I don't know what exactly is true. Well, and then just her whole idea about like in Burn, if you listen Uh to this at all, that she takes herself out of the narrative in this song. Yep. And then at the end when she says she puts herself back Back into the narrative. Yeah. And we were just talking about what that means as a human being to like look past something that someone has done to you and find forgiveness and then like speak their truth for them and that I think is very very powerful and I got very emotional thinking about that I I love that I got emotional during that part too when like because, I mean, Hamilton, you know, might have been a dick person in some ways. But, like, his his means were always, like, meaning well. And I, and I like, the part when she says, like, if you'd only had more time. Like, I spoke about slavery. You would have done so much more. Like, she says that line. Yeah. And, like, just that every other founding father gets to grow old. Like, yeah. that whole part when the music builds. And then when she talks about the orphanage. I just like that she, isn't it crazy that the She ends, ends it. Yeah. They're all pointing at her. And the light is on her. Like, it's very unexpected. Like, when you listen to the song, you kind of hear it, but, like, it's visually about Eliza at the yeah. end, which is really Which crazy. I think is super cool yeah. that Lynn decided to Fuck do that. And do I think that, there's yeah. an interview where he talks with Obama about that. Yeah. About, like, thanks for telling her story, too, because that's right. very important, and right. we don't get to learn about that. Right, right. Um, and that's showcased at the end. Um. Dancing was great. Costumes are great. Lighting is out of this world. Isn't it crazy, though, that I love that the ensemble, and I think I told you this, was, like, there was no, like, women and men. Like, they were kind of, like, androgynous. Like Oh, right. Like They were soldiers, and then they were this. Like, they were all... Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they were in the kind of the same sort of getup, which I loved. The King is fucking hilarious. The King stole the show. Always. I think always does. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can imagine. Yeah. Super funny. There's a great interview with Jonathan Groff, who, like, was the original King, and he was, like, one of the only, like, white guys in the whole show, too. Yeah. And he's like, I always felt bad. He was like, he's like, I guess it represented history. He's like, I literally, his on-screen time is, like, 11 minutes, and the show is, like, so long. And he was like, I would just sit backstage not working while everyone else worked their asses (laughs) off. I would come on, and I was, like, the hit of the show. Everyone only worked 11 minutes, and he always felt bad about that. There was a great part. There was, like, some line about... And they talk about immigrants. Immigrants, we get the job it done. It wasn't that line. Oh. It was a different line, but some a lot of people cheered. cheered. Yeah, yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah. That, that felt nice. Yeah. Um, and there was, like, some couple in the front row in the mezzanine who were, like, grooving to it. And I was like, yeah, you guys get it. Like, you're having a great time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had this lovely couple sitting next to me. It was a mother and daughter. And she had surprised her daughter for Christmas with tickets and recorded it. Oh, and like, fun. And so... They were, like, their whole family went to Chicago together, but they just went to the show. And that was really sweet. And so, listeners, I will tell you, if you go, 
and you go in Chicago, it is 40 extra dollars to get the private suite, like 45 minutes before the show and at intermission. Totally worth the money just for the bathrooms. There was no line. Yeah, because I waited in line for like, I remember running to my seat before the show started. I mean, we got out of our seats at intermission. There was already a crazy line for the bathrooms. And we just walked past everyone, walked straight into our suite. There was a coat check. So we got there. And I, I guess I didn't realize like drinks were included. But yeah. we got, we walked in and there was like some sandwichy things. And Johnny K checked his coat. I got us two glasses of champagne. We downed those. And then we got drinks for the show, or the first act. We came back. Could and you have any drinks? Whatever you wanted. He got a, a double scotch yeah. neat. Oh, that's I got a so gin and tonic. cool. Yeah, and then came back at intermission, and there was, like, a row of champagne to pick up when you walked in. <gasps> wow. So then at intermission, we drank champagne, and then we got our second round yeah. of drinks. And, like, we would have spent that oh, waiting. Oh, more like, than that. Yeah, and then we went to the back. Like, we had time to stand around instead of sitting in our seats and drinking like yeah, before the show started and we were chill. like in this back room oh, that's 40 so bucks cool. that's extra amazing. whatever because i mean i like i spent 17 dollars on a froze at harry potter and the cursed Child. right you know what i mean like it completely like we yeah it paid for itself that's I think. so cool <clears throat> yeah uh yeah it was just i'm just happy you've seen it now so that so like we can talk i want to see it again like immediately that's how i felt that's why like when i had the opportunity to a second time i was like oh yeah like i will there's so much in that show and now you should listen to that podcast now that you've seen it so you can like hear but like relive it a bit there's just so much in it that you could never possibly like get enough and the thing is like Afterwards, I was, like, very emotional, and I couldn't even really talk, and my face was all blotchy and red. But, like, I am just so grateful that Johnny K, like, facilitated all of that. Because I, like, I don't think I would have. I realized, like, things... how to, like... Like, just even just, like, save the money to do it. Like, it's important to me, but also travel is really, like, scary to me, and it was just seamless and it was like we I found out we can travel together and it's really great and really fun (laughs) and it was just like the perfect like thing and and it was so cool that it was like a Christmas gift and then like yeah we had to wait a while but like it just made it the Christmas gift last that much longer and I don't think this feeling will like go you know what it's like it doesn't I still am obsessed with it like I can't stop watching clips like i i follow him on twitter and i read everything he has to say i look for interviews i listen to the podcast like you can't get enough yeah it's just it's unlike anything else on broadway it is it really is like to me the theater bar has been upped like especially because this year like i saw i saw hamilton which i didn't think i was so excited for dear evan hansen that i was like i'm not gonna like this as much loved it then i saw dear evan hansen and i was like there's no way this is gonna be as like it's gonna hit me as hard as Hamilton did, and it fucking did. And then yeah. I saw Cursed Child, and was like, "There's no, no it's not a musical. There's no music." And then I fucking cried a yeah. hundred times. So like, something about watching something live is just like, it's just it's so special. Like when you said that, I was really glad because like that's exactly how I feel about it. Yeah, it's, it's so it's different. Literally, someone giving themselves. We to watch you. so much Netflix and TV shows, which are all wonderful, but live theater is so And to think crazy. back in the day, like back, back in the day, yeah. that's what people did for entertainment. I know. I wish we still did that. I know. We should get back into theater. We should Dude, fucking... Dude, that's how I felt after... <laughs> Dude, we should just fucking put on a show in my fucking apartment who gives a shit because it's 
fun. I used Bree. to do, I used to write plays as a kid and perform them for my mom. Bree, Shrek is currently in live theater in our city right now. We should go see I Shrek. I really <laughs> think we should just because it'd be funny. It would be hilarious. Okay, here's the I, thing. I said here's funny. the fucking thing though, guys. I actually really like Shrek. Like I like the movie, and it's been tainted by this like fucking internet thing. But like. I think it's clever. And yeah. like, I think... Why are we... We need to go see Shrek the Musical. I don't know how much Also, longer. Shrek... So, Grand Rapids does, like, movies in the park. Is that one of them? Yeah. Jesus we Christ. have to go. Can we dress up? Absolutely. I will be Fiona. You can be Shrek. Shrek. We'll <laughs> or both, you can be Duncan. We'll both be ogres. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I'll be the Fiona. I know. It was after version. I saw Hamilton that I did the improv thing and got really into, like, I want to be on the stage again. Because it's yeah. like... Also, I just think about the camaraderie they have backstage, and that's more what I'm jealous of. Yeah, but I miss performing. I, miss I really do. Just like inside jokes and hanging out backstage. That was always your thing. Yeah, I wasn't that good. I at just wanted to be in the spotlight. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to like make. But in back then, there wasn't even Instagram. Don't you sometimes wish that you had documented? like theater things now like how you did how we do now like think of all the hilarious idiotic videos we would have well think about well i think we do we used to but they're they're not compatible anymore no they're like they're like on a hard drive of mine that isn't working and i can't read the files yeah because like we had some weird ass shit like i think about play practice yeah and it would be mostly just us standing in the back choir hallway like fucking around because we weren't the leads and then they'd be like where's the chorus get on stage and we'd be like oh Oh. sorry (laughs) so sorry yeah oh that makes me so happy well I'm glad listeners, like we said, hopefully you can figure out a way to go. and You absolutely should. Uh, it has nothing to do with Grey's Anatomy, so... But we... Well, this podcast is only... It has nothing to do with Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> and somehow you still listen every week, and we are thankful for that. Um, we should probably call... Actually, yeah, we'll call Time of Death. I, I had a really good, though, uh, a listener. I'm going to call her out. Her name's Jackie. She messaged me today. She's from our, like, hometown, and she was like, it's perfect for me. She's like, because I'm an introvert, and it's a way of having friends without actually having Love. to... Like, be with friends. I fucking love it. That's a great use of a podcast. Exactly. If you will. We will be your friends. Um, So, like, probably 95% of the people stopped listening, but would just like to let everyone know that you can find us on at the On Call Room Pod on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You can also find us on. You're on a roll. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's our. Oh, Facebook. Um, the On Call Room Listener Squad, but you have to pay $2 a month uh, at Patreon, which is com slash The On Call Room. You can be a intern, resident, or attending. Yep. If you're an attending, you can co-host with us. Yep. Think about it. We haven't done a, a co-host in a while, but we're going to. Yeah, so maybe... And then you can find us online at theoncallroompod.com. Which... .net? Com. Com. <laughs> So, so you know, just Google it and like whatever Google shows it. up. Google it, guys. Google it and whatever shows up, click on it. Um, thanks for listening. And Do I. Do we have to call time and death? Well, we already did, but I feel like we should call one, one more time. One, two, three, four, what? five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the Ten Dual Commandments. Time of death, 2119. Beep.